Petersfield's Shine Radio. Petersfield Shine Radio. Now, can you feel the chemistry between us? It's hydrogen. In fact, it's a new way to derive hydrogen from methane, and it could make a significant difference to sustainable energy production. The man who discovered this technique is Petersfield-based Dr. Marco Saki, who joins us now. Sure, thank you, Stephen. It's a pleasure to speak to you, Marco. Tell me, why is hydrogen such an important part of this story? Yeah, so hydrogen is uh, one of the most uh, looked for uh, uh, green fuel, in the sense that when we use it, it doesn't produce uh, CO2 or carbon dioxide, so it doesn't contribute to climate change and global warming. So it's a very efficient and the most clean, the cleanest fuel we can think of. Yeah. And why is it so tricky to get hold of? Yeah, so this is due to the fact that uh, uh, we produce hydrogen, uh, most hydrogen from uh, fossil fuels or natural gas. And uh, the chemical bond that keeps uh, hydrogen on connected to the carbon is very strong and it takes uh, a lot of energy to break. Uh, therefore, the need, as I've done in this research, to discover new catalysts that are uh, kind of special material that uh, by changing the mechanism of the reaction that breaks the bond can lower the barrier and lower the energy requirement to obtain the hydrogen. And so we can obtain hydrogen by spending less energy and potentially from renewable source of energy. And then that's why it's called green hydrogen. And uh, there are all kinds of methods to get this hydrogen. And the one we propose is uh, use a carbon catalyst to get hydrogen from uh, methane. It is one of the most uh, important uh, gases for the greenhouse effect. So that's that's what my research is about. And why is it better or more efficient to get hydrogen from methane than from a substance like water that also contains hydrogen? Yeah, that's a very interesting. Uh, so it's possible to obtain methane uh, to obtain from from water using uh, electrolysis that takes uh, quite a bit of energy. And uh, it's one of the ways to go. By using methane that is very abundant, um, we can basically get two birds with one stone. So we get rid of the methane that sometimes is just burn from a, um, when extracting fossil fuel. Sometimes methane is just burned or released into the atmosphere or is, pro- is the byproduct of a lot of activity in farming, for instance. So there is a, a lot of methane that goes into the atmosphere and getting rid of it would reduce the climate change while getting rid of water that wouldn't. Uh, so by getting rid of methane and uh, producing hydrogen and transforming the carbon that was in methane into solid carbon, we don't release carbon in the atmosphere. While in principle, if you want to split water, one needs to be careful with which energy you do it as for everything. Um, so if you use sustainable energy, then you get green hydrogen. If you get if you use energy that is not uh, renewable, the, your hydrogen is not completely green. That's another problem that uh, is universal in hydrogen production. Yeah. So methane's a greenhouse gas, so it's good to get rid of that. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's and it's a more efficient process. <clears throat> That's what we propose. And uh, what we're proposing in particular is to use catalyst that is sustainable. It is not based on precious metals that can be, they need to be mined. So therefore, actually consuming uh, uh, fuel, energy, and uh, actually having a strong impact on the environment. 
What we propose is to use actually carbon, activated carbon, that is a sustainable way to um, sustainable material. And uh, it's a very it's a very good catalyst. So this is our research is to design new new catalysts for producing hydrogen with very low cost. And just to explain, Marco, what is the role of the catalyst in the chemical reaction? Yeah, I will try to explain it as um, simply as, as I can. So the catalyst uh, reduces the energy requirement for a reaction. In this case, the reaction is uh, getting hydrogen from uh, methane. And so you need to break the CH bond that is very strong. And if you just have to do it by simply uh, increasing the temperature in your reactor, that would consume a lot of energy. But thanks to the catalyst, you can absorb the methane and break the bond on the surface, and that takes much less energy. So therefore, making the, the process more sustainable. And if we remember anything from our school days in science, it's about energy never being created nor destroyed, but just converted from one form to another. Yeah. Has your discovery made this chemical conversion efficient enough to make sense as part of our green future? Uh, so there is a long way to go from uh, our, our research that is fundamental to actually having a pilot plant and to scaling it to become like a, a real process. So we believe that our results are promising and we are collaborating with um, other groups to actually bring it into reality. And is, it might take a bit to actually have the technology to make it uh, uh, reliable for a large scale. But we think we are on a good, uh, good path. Well, let's talk about that. What does need to happen now to take advantage of your research? Yeah, so what happens now is uh, uh, getting uh, more funding to continue this research and go for producing some of these uh, catalysts and uh, tune the condition and uh, design the, a reactor that would be efficient uh, for, this kind of, for this kind of reaction and see that if we can operate it in the most efficient condition to be uh, comparable to other, other process for producing hydrogen. So um, as I mentioned, we are we are already in contact with some company uh, working in the oil industry and uh, some other experimental group. And we are trying to create a good team that has, uh, I'm a computational chemistry, so we are looking for um, partners that are more on the experimental and engineering side to actually design uh, uh, the process. Uh, we're gonna go from uh, purely academic research to reality. And there are several steps that need to be, need to be done. In your field of work, is it, is it usually the case that you rely on commercial business to fund your research? In the case of my research, since I do quite uh, fundamental research, uh, I get uh, most of my funding from the government and from charities. Um, people that do more engineering research, like what we're going to try to try to do in the in the near future, we may get some uh, funding from companies uh, that are working in uh, clean energy, sustainable energy. Um, but it's not it's not a requirement uh, at all to get it from from industry. Um, and we would like to work with industry because they have uh, the capacity to bring it to commercial application better if we just work by ourselves. Um, but it's not a requirement. And tell me, what's the reaction you've had from the scientific community to your paper? Has it been peer reviewed, for example? Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. So every every paper I've, I've published has been peer reviewed. Yes, and um, the reaction has been very positive, and um, I received a lot of very good 
comments and emails from colleagues and uh, has been featured in the in the University of Surrey um, uh, good news of the of the month so it's been shared by a lot of a lot of academics and uh, so we have in a good um, a good visibility <clears throat> and I know you lead a team there what specifically has your personal contribution been to this project from here in Petersfield uh, from from here in Petersfield my contribution is uh, yeah, designing this kind of uh, research, and I work with a very good team of of scientists that are uh, younger than I am, so they are very active and very enthusiastic. So, um, in particular, I work with um, this junior uh, research uh, newbie from Brazil, and uh, Anthony that uh, is a UK, and they've done an incredible job. So I try just uh, to bring them together and help them, help them in their research. So. We are part of a team. Looking into the future, how long do you think it will be before the research that you've been talking about today will make a practical difference to people's lives and to the future of the planet? Well, that's a very good question. Um, we hope it's not going to be far. Uh, it takes uh, a lot of uh, several steps in terms of uh, scientific discovery and engineering um, progress. But the main thing we, uh, I think we need is some... Uh, really um, focus from the government and from the, the society to go towards uh, hydrogen or towards more sustainable source of energy. Uh, so without uh, having an investment and uh, from the from the government to make this uh, hydrogen feasible in terms of benefit to having car working with hydrogen or having other sustainable energy, I think it's difficult to compete at the moment with, um, with fossil fuel. But in future, when maybe with carbon tax or other uh, initiative, it might become more uh, uh, competitive in terms of price. So uh, I hope um, not too far future and we can have some hydrogen application that everyone can see. And, and Marco, for someone listening to this who's perhaps studying um, science, particularly chemistry at school or college at the moment, what would you say to them about the opportunities in your industry in your areas of research uh, to encourage them perhaps to to think about science as part of their future oh yeah um i think is that we're very we are living in a very exciting time for science um science is giving a lot for our society maybe people do not realize but uh, you know uh for anything from the the discovery of the vaccine for for covid and uh, the um, the design and the optimization of uh, batteries and uh, lithium-ion that everyone is using and they get more and more powerful uh, toward uh, going to uh, carbon capture or hydrogen production. So it's, uh, there is a lot of research into sustainable energy and um, energy storage. And so there is a, it's very exciting. And uh, the UK is doing, is doing excellent research. So I would encourage everyone that likes science to consider material science and uh, chemistry, the, the area in which I'm working. Well, Marco, it's, a, as you say, a very exciting area uh, to work in. Thank you so much for your time today. Really good to hear about what you're doing uh, in your research at the University of Surrey. And I guess we should be proud that you're part of our community here in Petersfield doing uh, that work at the cutting edge. And I think also it reminds us that it's people like you who are going to make just as much a difference to 
uh, the green future of this planet as it is people like us who maybe plant trees or cut down on emissions through through our daily lives. Thank you so much, Stephen. And thank you for your time today at Shine Radio. Thank you. Thank you so much. What was the rival to the VHS video format? Which author predicted the Apollo moon landing? Who became the youngest winner of the Wimbledon men's singles title? Petersfield's Shine Radio with Ian Crossman. I have quiz questions on all sorts of topics for you to test your general knowledge and see if you can score the magical five out of five. The Brighter Minds Quiz is proudly supported by Churches College. Every Saturday and Sunday night from nine. Petersfield's Shine Radio. Radio.